welcome to episode two of the Paranormal Tea. Hello! It's like, what, week two of quarantine and we're uh, already at each other's wants, throats. No one wants to talk about quarantine. Like, more than normal. So, for episode two, we're in Bolton. Oh, where is it? It's near Manchester. Is that it? Is that, oh, Bolton's famous for being near Manchester. No, I'm saying it's near Manchester because you remember the last time you I gave a geography lesson on where Stranraer was. So now we need to give <clears> a geography <throat> lesson on where Bolton is. And it's yeah. near Manchester. No one's going to go. Well, they might do. A lot of people live in Manchester, Ryan. Go on. So we're here tonight. We're in a different setting. We have the fireplace for your home <laughs> in the background, courtesy I of Matt. I am 100% a fan of Netflix's fireplace for I, your home. I thought it was a joke, but we've got a fire in the background now. Do you think it's... Anyways... I can't remember what you we did at the... You don't know what we're here for, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> what, did we, what did we do at the start of the last one? We just chatted shit for a while, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, I think the shit chatting's done. So, once again, famously, Beth has created another shit sandwich. That's going to be the theme, is it? Three stories and shit ones. Well, the there's one. always going to be one that's a bit shitter than the others. But I have some ideas to change things up. We have, like, some extra resources that come along with our stories this time. It's not just a story. I have visual cues as well. Visual on a podcast. Yes, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to post these things to our Instagram so that our listeners can go over to our fucking Instagram that nobody's looking at. You can have a look at these videos. and I am vicious because I'm I'm annoyed. It's not like it's short, like, no. people must watch the paranormal thing. I'm joking. You're not, though. No, I'm not. Yeah. Like, I've put a lot of effort into these stories. I know. I know. But anyways, I'm going to add some uh, videos and some links in Instagram and probably to Facebook as well. If you are interested, then you can go ahead and watch them. Or look at them. Sounds good. So right. what stories have you got for us today? So in Bolton, there is a lot of ghost activity. Oh, is there actually? Yeah, there is actually a oh, lot okay. of ghost activity. Bolton, as a place, has got like one of the most paranormally active pubs right. in the UK. Okay. So that will come into one of our stories later on. But our first story. Our first story is in Smith's Hill Hall. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Well, we've got our red pentacle up, we have a fireplace, we've got our candles lit. I put some prosperity crystals around the little candles so that people will start listening to our podcast and we'll become famous. So everything will go okay. Stuff just comes out of your ass, no, it? it doesn't. It's, it's proven fact, you proven fact, proven, witchy stuff. Yeah, right. Okay, so Smith's Hill Hall. The earliest records of Smith's Hill Hall dates back to the medieval times of 1335 when William Radcliffe procured the manor hall up until 1485, when there was no male heir to claim the residence. It was then relinquished to the Barton family. During the age that the Barton family held the manor and the years that Bloody Mary reigned over Britain in 1554, there was a Protestant preacher by the name of George Marsh. As a preacher of the Church of England, he was persecuted by the Catholic following Bloody Mary and tried at Smith's Hill Hall for heresy and sentenced to be burnt alive at the stake. 
Enraged by his sentence, he marched down the dark steps of the hall and at the base he stamped his foot strongly into the floor, determined that his print would remain there as a sign of martyrdom. The story told by a current worker of the hall goes that one day she was carefully applying her makeup in the mirror. Out the corner she noticed in the doorway a man with snowy white hair and a dark suit staring at her. Frightful, she turned and paced towards him asking if she could help. He mysteriously disappeared. Returning to the mirror again, this man, now on the stairway through the door, was leaning on the staircase, propping his head up with his hand, resting his elbow on the banister and once again staring right at her. She believed it to be George Marsh, who left his footprint in the floor at the base of that very staircase. In 1875, the manor home was succeeded by the Ainsworth family, who planned on expanding the structure. Upon finding the mark of George Marsh, Colonel Ainsworth demanded its removal. Poltergeist activity plagued the family's lives until the Ainsworths finally brought it back to its rightful place. It is said that George Marsh wasn't the only spirit who walked the floorboards of the hall, for the late colonel joined his ghostly inhabitant and mocks the workers of this now museum. In his entertaining room, the staff would often place the glasses on a silver tray face down and return to find them turned up the right way as if to pour a drink or on its side. Fascinated by the activity of the hall, paranormal investigators have reported many phenomena. For example, when Mira scrying in the library, the tour guide grew a long dark moustache resembling the likeness of Colonel Ainsworth. The end! This was a ghost that makes people grow a moustache. Well, that's not a <laughs> that's just, oh, I didn't shave and I grew a moustache. No, it was a woman, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> no Do you know what Mira scrying is? Yeah, but for the benefit of our listeners, you want to explain what it is? Oh, I don't know whether I can come up with a proper definition. Hang on, let me just Google. So I can come up with a proper one that people will actually be able to rely upon. Yeah. Well, obviously, I, I could explain it, but I was talking about it the other day at work, actually. Yeah, a guy came in. He had an issue with a bit of mirror scrying. Shut up. Anyways, so mirror scrying is basically you stand in front of a mirror and it's a form of like divination way that you can communicate with spirits. And you stand in front of the yeah, mirror and you... Div- divination, yeah. Like the stuff that I do that you tell me off, then I get scared because ghosts have been attacking me. <laughs> you can communicate with spirits, and you'll normally like see them behind you or stuff like that. Like you'll only see them in the reflection, or they'll do stuff. So basically, what she's saying is that talking to Colonel Ainsworth through this mirror, and the way that he communicated to her was by making her look like she had. Chinese handlebar mustache oh, is it like thing. a Snapchat filter on the mirror or something? It, that's what it looked like, yeah, that's what you see. <laughs> so, yeah. So, he, he haunts you by giving you... Well, no, that's... The things that the Colonel did was... he So, in his entertaining room, like, you know, like, when you're, like, in old-fashioned days and you'd have, like, men would come round and do their sexist thing where they sit in a little parlour room and have their whiskey and cigars and stuff like that. The peace and quiet room. Staff would have the glasses turned one way and he turned them the other. But like out of all of the ghost activity you've heard of, it's not that scary. Yeah, I mean, it's not even like stringing people upside down. What? I want a good ghost. I want, I want, a, want, land a, good on, ghost? I want a land on a place and it's like, okay, this this ghost murdered seventy five people. So Ooh. what do you reckon about um, George and him stamping his foot into the ground? 
Sounds like he had a temper tantrum. He it? did have a bit of a temper tantrum. <laughs> <too. laughs> so this, apparently he right. looked up to God and said to him, like, leave a mark on this place. For the benefit of our listeners, I'm now going to show Ryan a photo of this footprint. How's that for the benefit of the listeners? So I'm telling them what I'm doing. He's got very square shoes, isn't he? Uh, yeah. Very square shoes. It looks a bit like a llama toe. So have you literally got? Have you not got anything to say about this story? You're I just said gonna... like I don't know. I makes you grow a moustache, right? Which would be pretty cool if you're Tom Selleck, I suppose, and you're struggling to grow a moustache, and you're like, oh, I want to rock all those. I don't think Tom Selleck struggles to grow a moustache. True. Yeah, he might have when he was younger. Maybe he went to Bolton House and was like, grow me a moustache. <laughs> Worthy of Magnum PI. I have no idea. I could probably say real because of how little actually happens. You're not yeah, impressed I'm by this impressed. because you said that you wanted more activity, but yeah. you believe it because there's none. If I said to you, oh, I, George Marsh, went on a killing spree around Bolton and killed like 700 people, you'd be like, no, no, that's not true. Well, they're all there, were they? I just think maybe she got to shave. The lady... woman forgot the shave. Yeah, no, sometimes ladies do get no, those little hairs. Grew. What, just then in there? Yeah. Like, she sneezed and then looked no, up like, at No, like, you don't understand. It was only in the mirror. Like, she didn't actually grow a moustache. That's ridiculous. You wouldn't even be scared. I think I'd be scared if my reflection what? all of a sudden grew a moustache. Yeah, but if you'd, you'd check yourself out. You'd be like, oh, does it suit? This is what you'd look like as a man, you know? So, I've got something else to show you. I've got a couple of things to show you in regards to each of the hauntings. Okay. This is the most ridiculous I've seen a ghost photo you'll ever see. I'll describe what I see. See, so it looks like a window with someone in a white sheet popping their head round it, going, oh yeah. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> but, even look like that. It's, it's, it's not. No, it just looks like a smudge on the screen. So yeah, it's across I mean, from uh, what looks like like the church or something. Passing yeah. the window is an apparent ghost. But I'm not being funny, right? What part of a human body is that? I don't know. And also, it's like your stereotypical ghost. It is literally a white sheet floating. It's not even a sheet. It's not opaque enough to be a sheet. It's just like... Yeah, opaque. Yeah. Do you not know what words No, but what <laughs> Did you, you go to school? What do you speak like? <laughs> Most people know what opaque is, yeah. Ryan. See-through. Say that. No, it's the opposite of see-through. Or non-see-through. <laughs> uh, weather. So... <laughs> So what? what you... I don't know. You're not giving me much to work off here. I'm literally showing you stuff, and you're not. You're supposed to give the authentic reaction, and you're not doing anything. Okay, the picture is not very good. Well, it's a picture of a church. Supposedly, when you zoom in, you see a ghost standing on the other side of the window. You don't really see a ghost. You see more of a smudge on the camera lens. I think. I wouldn't say it's like an authentic ghost picture. Another thing that I want to show you now. This one, I was actually a bit like, "What the fuck?" I was a bit creepy. So right. when I was researching, I was having a look at some paranormal teams going investigating these places because it's a bit more. <laughs> yeah, maybe you showing me one yeah. of the teams. I showed you. I showed Ryan one of them, but I like. I feel wasn't, too it bad. Wasn't the best example of no, a paranormal team. Let's it, just say that. I feel too bad to like share it with other people. No, 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 I don't. I wouldn't. But like, if we had competition, this would be pretty stiff competition. Like. <laughs> Well, like, at least I he think, went there. I don't think I could be more entertaining than that guy. Oh, God, it was too funny. It was like something at the office, the paranormal <laughs> ghost office. 
But anyways, so this is the Spirit Watchers on YouTube. It's their videos. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to Google them and know what we were laughing. No, no. we're going to go to hell. <laughs> not oh. them. Oh, it's right. a different one. Oh, okay, good. We're not no. disclosing that, that channel's name, but I am following it on my YouTube, so. Are you actually? Yeah. I've subscribed to one. When he, when he okay. posts up his eighth video, I'll be straight on it. Bless him. But anyways, the spirit watchers on YouTube, we've already got 26 subscribers. And I'm not even going to take the piss because that's the amount of listeners we have for this podcast. They went to Smith Hill... Smith Hills... I don't know what I pronounce Smithers. Smith Hills Hall. And no. they did a paranormal investigation. Why? <laughs> don't you... I just touched it, didn't I? Stop touching the candle. Oh. You've fucked it now, haven't you, Ryan? Ruined the podcast. You have actually. All the listeners at home now know that we don't have a candle. Ow! Just burn my finger. Oh my god. Ow! I burn my finger on the fireplace for your home. So basically, what happens in this video is that they find on a table when they walk past two handprints. How do we know that they didn't put them there? Well, we don't, do we? No, call bullshit. One of the people did that. I call bullshit. So he rubs the handprint and nothing happens. So explain that one, Ryan. So. Should we listen to our next story? Is this the crap one? Well, I don't know because you seem to think everything I do is crap, so you're savage. We're in Manchester. Can you do a Manchester accent? Just a simple straight up. No. Manchester. No, that's really good. Anyways, our next story is from one of the most haunted pubs in the UK. It's called Ye Old Man and Scythe. Scythe. You know, like what the grim reaper yeah, uses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you ready for our story? Born ready. Yule Man and Scythe Pub is the fourth oldest public house in Britain. It dates back to 1251. A few hours prior to 3pm on the 15th of October in 1651, the Earl of Derby, James Stanley, sat in the public house enjoying his final meal with the landlord before facing the executioner's block just outside the door. James is said to terrorise the punters of the pub to this day. Staff have reported glasses being pushed from the bar, blaming the ghost of the Earl. In 2014, the pub manager came downstairs to find a pint glass smashed on the floor. Thinking there had been a break-in, he checked the CCTV, only to find a translucent flickering figure near the bar area, who is said to be the spirit of James Stanley. With the brutal slaughterings that have happened around the grounds of the pub, it is to no one's surprise that there are countless tales of ghostly happenings. At the turn of the 19th century, a woman who sat drinking in the pub was startled as her nightcap turned from a joyous affair to a scene from the famous Shakespearean Scottish play. She noticed her hands mysteriously were dripping with dark, warm blood. Fearing this inexplicable counter, she ran right out the door. A similar report was made when a customer drinking in the pub began to bleed from different points on the body. However, there was absolutely no visible injuries. As the vaulted cellar being the last remaining structure to be present from the original public house, it is speculated to be occupied by the paranormal. Current staff of the bar, particularly the female staff, won't dare to venture into the dark depths of the cellar for fear that the spirit of a young boy will once again reach from the dark to touch them with his ghostly cold hands. Ew. 
This young spirit is not the only child to be said walking the floorboards of the pub as a young girl by the name of Jenny is also causing mischief. Reporting that furniture has been moved before, Jenny is also accused of pinching and pulling the dresses and skirts of the female visitors. Phantom animals in the form of a dog have been said to be bounding around the establishment. The owner Richard says that there have been nights where he would be walking from his sleep having completely soaked feet. Speculating that it was his dog, he would sit up in bed to see that his very much alive dog would be fast asleep. Can we therefore assume that this was the act of the phantom dog? That's not a haunting. That's almost as, that's almost as bad as oh, I'm gonna grow your mustache. I'll lift your feet. It's a dog. Right. So he woke up with soaking wet feet. Yeah. And automatically seen ghost dog. <laughs> no, ghost dog. he thought it was his dog. So he looked at his dog, but his dog was asleep. So he thought those dog. Nah, his dog's just gone over and done that. Look at me, boss. But they've like the people have seen the dog walking through the pool. Did he lick him? Did he lick him? Yeah. Weird little ghost dog just going around licking people. Yeah, that's what it's doing. Cute. So, um, what do you think of the Macbeth scene? Don't care about that. What I do care about is a problem I've noticed with ghosts. <laughs> Why do all ghosts target women? Um, because we're better looking. Possibly. But do you not feel like this is like the fight that feminists should be taking up? What against ghost activity? Against ghost activity. Forget gender pay Monster. equality. All these ghosts who are hitting on the women and they haven't consented, and they they go to work and they feel vulnerable and afraid, and it's the ghost's fault. I guess once we all die in the future, yeah, ghosts won't be as selective in their prey. What do you reckon they'll ask you? Are you male, feel female, or other? Yeah, fill out this yeah. consent yeah. form and then Take I will haunt things. you. Yeah. Be like, oh no, I've haunted too many transgender people. It'll look like, like a hate crime. Yeah. <laughs> I better go haunt some That's straight true, men. Actually, yeah. We will make sure yeah. that we're not haunting oh, we've got too to include, many people we've got at the to same time. Everyone. We've, yeah. got to, we've got to haunt everybody. Equal haunted rights. We have to haunt gay, straight, lesbian, transgender, disabled, people of all races, people of all religions. Jedi Masters. <laughs> oh, really? Force ghost haunt them. Haunt you, I will. Oh, dear. No, it was cool. I liked, I liked the... Um, the Phantom Dog wasn't that scary. Glasses flying off things is quite scary. I've been to a couple of haunted pubs, but never like seen anything happen. Anyways, so you know how in the story we mentioned about the pub owner noticing that there were glass smashed on the floor? Yeah. And then he checked the CCTV? Yeah. We have a video of that CCTV. No way! I shall narrate it. So I will describe it. It'll be like like you're actually watching it with me. Okay. It's it's like a bar. It is a bar. Gosh, reading... What you're about to see is actual CCTV footage recorded at Ye Old Man and Scythe. Scythe? Scythe. Scythe. Scythe? Pub in Bolton. The fourth oldest pub in Britain, which dates back to 1251. The footage was recorded on the night of Friday, the 14th of February, 2014. Management discovered the footage later on in the morning of the same day. After checking why the CCTV had stopped recording at 6.18am. Yep, yeah, something moved in the background. 
Ooh, it kind of looked like a head. That was kind of creepy. Yeah, it looks yeah, it definitely looks like a person, but it also kind of looks almost too well done. Kind of like a horror movie. You know so what it looks like, like though. What? You know when um, the people wear those wigs in court. Hmm. Funny story to add on to you old man and scythe pub. Okay. Okay. So obviously the owner is quite proud of the fact that they've got this haunting. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. obviously going to like draw people in. Yeah. But in the news. In the news. <laughs> in the news. In the news. The owner of a haunted pub has slammed a Chinese artist who claimed he bottled up their infamous ghost and stole it. <laughs> what? He stole the ghost. Lu Pingyuan. Pingyuan? Don't know how to pronounce it. He captured the ghost of James Stanley, who's famous for supposedly haunting ye old man and scythe in Bolton. Well, he's calling the artist claims he bottled up the spectre. He was so fascinated by the ghost that he travelled all the way from Shanghai to Greater Manchester to steal it. Do you want to know how he stole yeah, it? Yeah, I was going to say, like, what did he drop a net on it? So apparently, he says he followed the phantom into the bathroom before performing an incantation to trap it into a jar. How, how on earth did he oh. follow him into the bathroom? Yeah, so it's handy knowing him in the bathroom. Uh, why did the ghost want to go to the bathroom? Bothers me. I don't know. I think it sounds a bit dodgy. Yeah, I mean, the guy literally went there with one mission. He wasn't going to leave without that ghost with him. You've come all the way from Shanghai. You are leaving with that ghost. Why in the bathroom? And how did he see him? And how did, yeah, how did he know him in the bathroom? How did he see the ghost? And how... Like, how did he fit the ghost into a bottle? Into a little mason jar. I don't... Do you want to move on to our final story? Okay. Third and final story. Third and final story. So this place is called Hall If Woods. So it's actually Hall in the Woods, but it was renamed to Hall If Woods because the woods aren't there anymore. Hall in not in the woods. Hall in the suburbs. That's what they should have renamed it. That's good, is it? Hall if suburbs. Hallith Woods was built and owned by the Brownlow family in the 16th century and was originally only a timber Tudor structure. Its predecessors went on to build a stone frame alongside it to extend the building and later transform it into rentable dwellings. Thomas Brownlow may have never left as visitors to the house have disclosed they have seen a full body apparition of an Edwardian gentleman in a long dark cloak holding or adorning a top hat pacing the corridors. Clearly he isn't pleased to the visitor's presence as he has always seemed to be walking away from them. Thomas isn't the only brown lord that is said to still tap the hardwood floors of Hallith Woods. Just across the entrance hall of the house at the staircase, there are some other shoes that move across the ground, but it's only that. Shoes. For the rest of the body isn't reportedly seen. Only a pair of shoes and calves are seen to be walking up the stairs towards the corridor in which Thomas is said to be seen, and leading towards the Brownlow bedroom. Are these piercing apparitions leading their visitors somewhere? If you were to follow these footsteps up the stairs, you'd be able to see into the Brownlow's bedroom. Some guests have almost fled right back down those stairs after seeing the disembodied feet once again, under the Brownlow bed. It is as if someone were facing away from them, 
Only a pair of feet are to be seen lurking under the bed like a monster. The Brownlow bedroom is so famed to be the most haunted room in the house that some guests are too stricken by fear to enter. However, in this haunted bedroom there is more than just the Brownlows. It's often suggested that children are more susceptible to the paranormal. So kids who visit the Hall of Woods often complain of the nasty woman in the bedroom. The full body apparition of a woman who calls herself Betty is seen to be walking back and forth in front of the fireplace and will scream at children to get out if they come into her room, causing them to flee in fear. She's often seen by passers-by looking down from the window. But perhaps the saddest story that comes from the house is that of Mary, a servant girl. Mary is said to have been the mistress of her master. Caught in his adulterous ways, she had unfortunately fallen pregnant out of wedlock. A punishable sin in those days. Rumoured to have left this life, fleeing her consequences by hanging herself in the attic of the home. Mournful moans and phantom footsteps can be heard from the attic of a lost woman carrying her unborn babe to the grave. I think it was just really funny. Like, <laughs> oh my god. And also, I don't know, I guess I have loads of different ghosts in, the, in one house for starters. It's weird. It's weird. But yeah, there's... Did they all know each other? Do they all, do they all hang out and have like ghostly hangouts? There's apparently more hauntings than just that. Mm. So there's apparently a woman in grey sat in one of the pews that's seen. There's another person who's seen kneeling down by the altar. Sometimes one of the guy's wives has been seen walking up and down. There's footsteps I heard. Like, there's loads of stuff that goes on. Why don't we ever have modern ghosts? Why because no one's ghosts? died yet. But why don't we ever get, like... Oh, what? you mean, like, yeah. ghosts walking around in a tracking or something? Yeah, like... With juicy couture is, on their bum. It is said that TJ still... <laughs> Still walks the street of McDonald's, yeah. listening to Stormzy. That would, that would you know. be the thing, wouldn't it? It would be a haunted McDonald's. Haunted McDonald's, yeah. chicken nuggets flying around. <laughs> the haunted feet are a bit weird. What happened to the rest of them? I'm when I was there, doing my little research, Wait, so for both Smith Hills Hall mm. and Hallith Woods, yeah. there is um, most haunted episodes. Hallith Woods, there's also another one which I think is called Great Britain, Great Great British Ghosts. That's what the thing's called. So I was watching Great British Ghosts and they were talking about the feet, right? Going up the stairs. Yeah. And what he said, right? And he made it sound like he was some sort of fucking scientist who knew all about ghosts. Oh, ghosts are like a battery. Right. And when they start to drain, you can't see a full body apparition. So that's why you can only see the feet. That is one drained battery. Yeah. So hang on. So sometimes it's feet and cars, and now it's just feet. <laughs> well, oh. Eventually, I'll just do the tours or something. Yeah. So I was wondering, they go from the top down. Oh, is that where you get floating floating ghosts? It oh. went bottom to top. Um, we have another little. This is a fault with a ghost. Oh, moment. On. Right, these ones are pure pathetic. I can't even make out what that is. No. The first one kind of looks like a yellow hermit crab. Next one. Oh, that looks kind of creepy. And yeah. he's spewing something out. That might be his hand. I think it's like a little girl. Maybe. Creepy little girl. So my theory with this one is, so like this whole battery drain thing, yeah. that what we can see here is ghost butt cheeks. 
One of the last things. Yeah. <laughs> just hear a little butt cheeks slapping around. I tell you what, though, if I was a ghost and I had to choose which bit of my body was left, it would definitely be my butt. Do you reckon? Yeah, I would have my floating butt. To be fair, yeah, I'd probably leave my genitalia. <laughs> just to the idea of a floating penis, walk around someone's house, it's quite funny. <laughs> oh, God. But, yeah, um, this was a weird one, do you think? I like, yeah, I like, actually. I liked I, the story. The first but... one was crap, but the other two were good. So, it was a bit like the in our last one from Stranra oh, with what? the road. And we said about how the fact that because it was mundane, repeated stories that we thought it was more realistic. Yeah. So it this leads me to think that I believe in all these ghost stories. All three of them? All three of them, yeah. Yeah, go on. Why There's not? historical facts well, to back up all it. of them. I can't prove it. I can't disprove it. Exactly. So, you know, exactly right. So thank you very much for listening to our podcast again. We're here. Hopefully, you've already watched the first one. See, we're not doing the reveal of where we're going next. Is we that... are doing the reveal of where we're going next. Like right now? Right now. Right. right here, right now. If you are a loyal follower of the Paranormal Tea, you would have obviously, <laughs> obviously went on our Instagram and you would already know where we're Why going next. Why do you assume that everyone's got Instagram? Or our Facebook. We have a, both a Facebook page and an Instagram page at The Paranormal Tea, which you can follow. Hopefully you like it. I'm trying to post things on it often. And also I've been doing some artwork for each of our stories, so I hope you're enjoying that as well. We're going to Milton Keynes next, hopefully, and I'll have some interesting stories and not just ghost stories. Because Milton Keynes should have some good stories. I mean, like, like not saying everyone's heard of Milton Keynes, but like people know of Milton Keynes. Exactly. So, so it should be a bit better. Hope that you stick with us for this next episode. I hope Milton Keynes have got haunted pubs. I like haunted pubs so much. Really I mean, they're all the same. It's all like flying glasses off the bar. We've also got our little mini-series, which we have done a movie review so far. Oh, we've done two. We need to publish the second one. Don't tell them that. Oh. So um, we've got our horror well actually the section is called horror review Ooh, horror movie review so, no horror review do you think we should review horror games and the reason i ask do you think is because i can't promise i'll actually get past the first level because i'm absolutely crap at horror games and i chicken shit chicken shit yeah i agree with that um but if you would like to see us review horror games and perhaps even like record video of us playing horror games especially beth let us know, because could be something we can do. Could provide a lot of entertainment, maybe. True. Yes, thank you very much for listening. Please follow us on our social medias. And I think you had a little announcement to make in regards to another podcast that people should give a listen to because you are friends with Bizzard. I would, yeah, I would like to. Podcast called Hatred Theory. Um, so we'd like to do a shout out to them because they do some really cool stuff. Um, and talk about things that they dislike, which is because why would you talk about things you like? That's not fun. No one wants have to do a rant. That. Yeah, have a, have a good rant. Have a good get, rant. Get it off your chest. I wanted to add a bit. We've got, uh, we've got a catchphrase. I've, I've been adding it. Oh my god, you don't have a catchphrase. Thank you for joining us. Lit a candle, turn off the light, and get a good fright. Night. That was awful. Don't ever. <laughs> ever use that catchphrase again. <laughs> it was actually the worst thing I've ever heard.
I don't condone that. I don't like it. No, it's crap. I'm trying to. I don't condone that. It's cheesy. Night. Night.